just what I needed if I can stand the train for three days. Oh, think of it as an adventure. It's not the destination, it's the journey. A journey in adjoining first-class deluxe sleeper berths. Just be told I've always wanted to take a train. It's so sexy. You never know who's going to be getting on and getting me off. back all right guys hello we are back for season five episode seven the big journey i'm excited i laughed so many times while watching this episode oh my god it this was a very funny episode for those of you who haven't watched in a long time this is definitely a random one in the series it's hilarious many funny funny lines and moments oh my god let me just pull up my notes real quick because i that i had just mostly samantha zingers <laughs> oh the whole episode is samantha zingers hilarious charlotte sweet naive moments <laughs> and carrie being the absolute worst um before we get into that yes. i have to tell you something okay please please do okay um i want to I'm apologizing to anybody how I sound. I have a weird cold. I don't know if anyone else has been like so sick this fall and winter. I keep getting sick. I'm sniffling. I know that's annoying. Please I bear know. with me. Damn, damn okay. Girl. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you a little something that happened to my family this weekend. I know you're a was true this in crime Miami? aficionado. No, this was Miami was last weekend. This yes. happened to my mom and my older sister oh, this boy. weekend. Oh, no. Okay. okay. So I go to bed on Friday night and I wake up <gasps> to... A group text with my mom, Dakota, my husband, Nick, Rachel, that's it. My dad's okay. not in it. My sister's not in it. Okay. And it is long. I'm like going through these texts and figuring out what happened. My mom sends this long text and she says, <clears throat> I need to let you guys know something that happened. I wanted a safe word for our family. Yes. Because I've been, yes. Yes. We, our family should have a safe word. Because of this okay. AI thing that's happening, right? Okay, yes. So, no. damn it, you no. know what happened. Oh, this no. happened to my <gasps> sister. Okay. Yes. So, my older I just sister didn't gets think a this call. was real. Oh, it's real they and it's bad. They need to like, call the news. They should like tell the news. So, she's reported to police. I'm going to tell people what happened if those of you who don't know what happened. Who don't know about my this sister AI gets thing a call. Yes. My sister gets a call at 1:30 in the morning from my mom's phone number. Okay. My mom's phone number. It says mom's calling you. 1.30 in the morning. My sister's away in Canada skiing. She's kind of scared. Like, why would my mom be calling at 1.30? A man is on the phone and he's like, I'm going to kill this effing bitch. I'm going to kill this effing bitch. And Catherine hears my mom, my mom's voice, screaming, help, help, please. They're going to kill. My mom's voice. Catherine is like, this is my mom. This is her voice. It was so scary. My sister is freaking out. She's on the phone with them for two and a half minutes negotiating with them. They sent, they asked for a Venmo handle for her to send the money. My sister's husband wakes up. They're like, is there a man with you? Who is there? Are you alone? She's like, please, like, put my mom on the phone. Put my mom on the phone. She can, like, hear my mom in the background screaming for help, like this muffled cry. She, My sister is terrified because she's like, oh, my God, my mom's either been – she thought maybe my mom got hurt. This is the person who's calling. Then the guy asked for money. Finally – my mom, they, they get disconnected or something happens. This is all for my mom's phone number and my mom's voice. My sister is 
losing it. She's able to call the house phone. My mom picks up. Now, my mom is freaked out. Like, why is Catherine calling me? She's gotten hurt. Something happens. My sister can, like, barely breathe because she's so frightened by what just happened. But I was like, no, I'm like, I'm safe. I'm safe. Like, nothing happened. So then my sister realizes, holy shit, they just got, like, the AI scam. So ter- so terrifying <sighs> that they're using my mom's number my mom's voice i'm really upset asking for money and threatening to kill my mother i'm really really my mom's the group chat though did was really funny because my siblings can't take anything seriously so i'm gonna pull up let me pull up some of the stuff i'm I'm like you see my i'm so sorry no i know like i look so angry i look so upset like I need to, after this pod, I need to call my parents and tell them we need to create a safe word. You need a safe word. And so my mom's safe word is absurd. Because this happened in San Francisco. This was like was in the San Francisco Chronicle like two weeks ago that this family experienced this AI kidnapping thing, extortion thing, and that it was all AI. And apparently they're like, yeah, this is... You know, faux extortion kidnappings have been happening for decades now, but the AI component is completely new and we all need to have like a a safe word with our family. I am. Yeah. Sorry. I am so angry. This is like. I I know. It was really terrifying. In the past year with AI, like it's destroying my industry, like creative industries, like I like put on my Instagram this like this clip from Stavi, this comedian, saying like, "Why are we all working the Amazon fulfillment centers and the AIs cre- doing all the creative shit? Like, it's actually kind of it's. I mean, it's really dystopic and sad. It, and- it's so terrifying. Yeah, and the fact that somehow they were able to the, the the worst part is it was from my mom's phone and it was my mom's voice. How the fuck did they figure it out? That's what's I Catherine. It was so traumatized. She had woken up know, everyone in the Catherine. house because she's like. I know she was so 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 frightened, and I would I would have lost it. My brother was telling me get my, your mom's voice. They don't know. I mean, like I've been getting a lot of calls where I'm like, "Hello, this is Sarah. Hello," and so I know. I mean, who knows? My mom's now going to be changing our home phone message. A lot of people say don't like any sort of information you have online, whether it's like a public profile, whatever. Like I don't really have like shit online, but if you look, you but can everyone type has name. shit can, online. I know you can find everyone's phone number, you can find anyone's address. It is so do. frightening. I never thought it would happen to our family. I think there's something called I, delete me. Yes, I don't know if you've heard of the. It. My, yeah, Nick d- was telling me because he told the people he was with last night like what happened oh and he God. was saying that one guy said his wife from Brazil fell for an IRS scam last last year where they, they they called the scam and they asked her how much was in her bank account and she answered honestly and she said it was $146 <laughs> and they hung up <laughs> yeah so I think it just so funny and she was like no that was really how much was in her bank account 146 please please and they're like yeah you're good you're good (laughs) i know so this is just like we were able to not only laugh about it as a family after but one good to know have a safe word with your family that way the person could just say that and you would know this is not real and so 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 crazy i i thought we we i didn't realize it was gonna frighten no i'm like deeply (laughs) upset right now i am like I'm going to recoup for the pod. 
But like I'm really ang- like this is really upsetting. I, I know. It's super upsetting. It's I I I saw in the news this happened. Like if you go on YouTube, this has happened to people, and a lot of the a times, lot. it's parents getting a call about their child. Oh. So it was very interesting for my sister the other to way get around. it about my mom. Yeah. Holy fucking I kn- shit! I know. I know. I know. My poor sister. My poor mom. <laughs> oh my god, your sister. I mean, your sister's probably is like her nervous system is gonna be like fucked up for the like the next couple months. Like. I would be having nightmares after all of that. <laughs> I know. And then my mom was like, oh, she's like, and I'm, am I allowed to ask her what voice they sounded like? What race? <laughs> I was like, I can't even ask her. <laughs> I love that our like vanity is like, did I sound skinny or did I sound... <laughs> I know. Well, she was like, is it racist to ask what they sounded like? Oh, she's like, yeah, would yeah. I get in trouble? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> and mom, it's like, did like, my no, voice but- sound good or bad? Did I have I know, vocal right? fry in my screams? Or I mean, Gilly, like, think about how much content we've put out there with this podcast. We're fucked. <laughs> Sarah, so, goddammit. I know. I was like, I was trying to tell this to Dakota, and Dakota was not taking it seriously. And you know, our dog is Cece, and he's like, our safe word's Magoo. And so he's like in the background, Magoo, 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 Sarah, Magoo. <laughs> I was like, Dakota, we cannot use Magoo as the safe word. So everyone listening. Well, not anymore. It's so, recorded on this podcast. Uh, well, We're not well we, ch- we changed it. We changed it to another inside joke. So, all right. So we're starting the Miranda's like off. all jokes from the office. <laughs> could, could, could she fit in an average size robot? Sarah, are you there? Could she fit in an average size robot? I know. I, I also. I really need to. Ch- I need to change my passwords. I need to change so much shit. I don't know. So everyone is your safe lesson. word Sawyer. <laughs> so people, my friend group, not people, a couple of close friends have never stopped making fun of me for my obsession with Josh Holloway from Lost. <laughs> and I used his name as my password up until like two years ago. So it was way too long. Way too long to have a fictional, no, actually not fictional, an actor's name as your password. Like I was engaged. I was still typing that password in. Not not good. Okay, um, let's get started. I first want to... I, I want to um, thank you for everyone who sent such thoughtful messages um, about our 100th episode. Oh, um, I, got, I got so many sweet messages. Shout out to um, Delphine. You're, she yes. lives in Paris and she messaged me. And I hope I'm saying that right. Delphine. I, I'm sure it's a much chicer um, name than that. But thank you so much for messaging. And then um, someone named Simona. Oh, those two... Oh, just like super thoughtful messages after we post our 100th episode. And we love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for your support. And yeah, it just makes us feel great that we yeah. we make you feel good. And I love that you listen to us on the Parisian subway and doing housework, of course, because we all, I, I mean, I edit and do housework at the same time. Um, but I don't know. That just made me feel really I know. good. Uh, it, thank you it, guys It, so it made me feel like an American girl in Paris. <laughs> Like I'm just a girl from the Midwest, Let you know. I I just got rid of my Michigan accent, so let's hold it's... on to this listener while we can. All right, we don't want to. <laughs> I know. Wait. So thank you, Delphine, for making us feel chic. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much, and also thank you, Sarah, for making all those posts yesterday or two days ago on Instagram. 
It was just so sweet that you did all those really. And that nice shout out you gave me made me feel good. Wait, did I, I was, t- my mom saw it. She was on the phone with her today while I was on a walk. And she's like, oh, Sarah, that photo of Gilly. <laughs> she's like, it looked like something out of a magazine. Oh, it just so looked nice. like, like she was describing how beautiful you look and Thank how chic and. <laughs> well, and a lot of people love that. And I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't even there. I didn't take that photo. I don't my even know screen. whose photo that is. Yeah. <laughs> It is my lock screen. Yeah. No, I remember that was your birthday picnic and you yeah. had gotten that amazing spray, spray tan. tan. I thought it was a little too tan, but yes. God, it looked good. I did take a little bit off. I don't mean to, we don't mean to go on a spray tan tangent, but I did. <laughs> I did have to wipe off a little bit with the CoverGirl non-oil makeup remover. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yeah. that's that's a good, that's a good product. Like, do you have your spray tan book for Mexico? I No, I do not, but I will. I have. You are getting one, I'm assuming. I have gone. Of course. I'm not raw dog in that drip. <laughs> We're going in full spray tan. We're going in so tan. Oh my God, guess what I'm bringing? I, tell me, what are you bringing to Mexico? So I, I was going to make it a surprise, but now I want to tell you guys before so that we okay. can actually maybe customize this thing that I'm bringing. So are they Stanley Cups? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely Are you not. bringing each of us a Stanley Cup? <laughs> Yeah, my suitcase, I've got like four giant Stanley Cups, like socks are stuffed in it just to like actually have stuff. That Panties. Panties yeah. in one. No, um, no Stanley Cups. Um, I bought, because I saw on Reels, like Instagram Reels, which I think is also on TikTok, people playing the Guess Who game that we played when we were little. I love it. And they're like asking questions like, does this person look like they'd leave? Like a really nasty like, Yelp review. <laughs> Does it, is this person like openly bi and like telling everyone <laughs> that they're openly bi? And, I love it. And like people, like so people ask more theoretical questions and I, I thought it would be really funny for us to do with our own kind of version. I love it. Are Wait, are you checking a bag? I always check a bag. Or is that in your carry-on? You always, oh, you're a checker bag. Yeah, because of fluids, girl. I got like hair. Like I don't like travel size bottles. Y- she can't be contained. I can't, can't, girl cannot contain me. No, but also like I, it just drives me insane. Like, like having to fit everything into a thing. I get really stressed out by like all the t- Tetris that goes into a carry-on bag. I'd rather just check it. Say no more. Bring that chess board. Bring that chess guess who board. And hey, if you're gonna chug a bag, you better fill that to the brim thought, with board games. I thought we could do like pictures of like our all like a friends or stuff that I can plug into the board. I love it. Let's do it. Love it. Love it. Honestly, all right. Speaking of um, friendship road trips, mm. we've got this episode, mm-hmm. the big journey where Carrie and Samantha are going on a godforsaken three-day train ride trip from New York City to San Francisco. Who the hell books a train ride trip for a weekend book signing? I don't know, but that's the major uh, point plot of this. Carrie and Samantha are on a train ride. It has many ups and downs, mostly downs. I know. Carrie is on her way to to San Francisco to do a book reading, but most importantly, she is horny AF, and Big lives in San Francisco, <laughs> and she wants to sleep with Big, and she is. Have like we learned nothing? A, 
Have we learned nothing? I know. Anyway, continue. And she also, she comes off as a major predator in this episode. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if you were getting that vibe. But major she's horny and nothing can stop her. She is in full carry mode. It's a hilarious episode. We also, the other big plot point is that Charlotte and Harry yes. get it on yes. and they get together. This is where Harry um, is, Charlotte's thinking about selling her apartment and looking for a new one. Harry brings her to this bachelor pad and he expresses his adoration and like absolute obsession with her and she's so into it and she decides to have quote unquote ugly sex. Which, what? Whose bachelor pad is this by the way? It's his friend who he's trying to find somebody to like take over and sell his oh, apartment. Oh, right, so right, It's kind right. of like, an, not like an apartment swap, but anyway, we know that Charlotte doesn't end up selling her apartment. This place that she goes is so funny, this bachelor pad. So yeah, so we've got kind of these two plots. We've got Carrie, Samantha, train ride, San Francisco, and then we have um, Charlotte and Harry. And we have nothing of Miranda this whole episode except her sitting on the sofa hearing Carrie bitch and moan. Which is so, okay because she, I feel like it's great. She's had a baby, so that's right. This is like r- realistically, she's missing out on these fun things or not so fun. Where do you want to start with this episode? I mean, I kind of want to get into the carry tracker. I don't need professional help. I've got you guys yeah, for about another ten minutes. I mean, the one. Oh, I mean, Carrie A says I haven't told him I'm coming, but like she's not told Big that she's coming to California. And then she keeps calling Big her prostitute, which I think is insanely problematic. <laughs> I mean, it's just the tip of the iceberg with it, what happened with this. It's yeah. insane. And she, she keeps saying, like, I'm mixing business with much needed pleasure. Like, she is so delusional. Like, again, do we need to revisit <laughs> Natasha, like, flying down the stairs like breaking her tooth because carrie's been cheating like just all the history between them is so ugly and she's just like whatever i'm just gonna go to california and not tell him i'm coming and he's my prostitute now i need to like get laid you know I was just like, what i know i i think the the biggest carrie tracker in this episode is <laughs> just her unabashed like very public horniness that she is basically making everyone else's problem. And I just like, like at brunch, she's talking about how she just wants the weight of a man on her. And like, I get it. I get it. it. Like, you're I get with your that. friends. Yeah. We get it. We do. But again, she, <laughs> she's, she's so horny that she's, you know, gotta like go to San Francisco to get laid, to go across the country. But she's so anxious about flying, she has to take a three-day train ride to San Francisco. It's just not lining up. It really but, doesn't make sense. Yeah, the anxiety part is strange. As someone who hates flying, like, I don't understand. I would never put myself in a situation where I'd see an ex, like, I which know. is more, like, in- anxiety-inducing than the actual train ride, plane ride, you know? <laughs> I know. And, and I don't know. What I, I don't know about you, but she has... The confidence of 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 just a delusional man because mm-hmm. I, I would never assume that like an ex was like guaranteed sex. No, really, it just felt like she was like, oh, it's slam dunk. Oh yeah, She's she got thought it was an absolute slam dunk. And I mean, but at the same time, is she wrong? Is she wrong? <sighs> I mean, she knows what 
Big and her had something very, very yeah, electric, and they but. had that big moment where they played that he plays that song on his record player that his parents used yes. to love. That was the last night. It was very romantic, and then he leaves. And Wait, what happened to those damn plane tickets he gave her? She had plane tickets to go. Oh, you're right. Wait. <laughs> okay, Major Carrie Tracker, you use those tickets or those miles. Exactly. Or it's an ancient scroll where, like, people could buy cheap tickets and they, like, had expiration dates. I don't know if that's true. But, again, yeah, we'll like, another up. ancient scroll was Samantha, just like that episode, like, printing the plane tickets. Like, I know. First class yeah. we're going. Um yeah, so let's kind of go into this train ride because there's yeah. so oh many. God, the plane ride. This train episode ride was very, out. very, very funny. And Samantha is bored of New York City. She's like, fine, Carrie, I'll go with you. There might be some cute guys. Yeah. They're, this is a great expectations versus reality moment where they're they're dressed to the nines. They have their little hat boxes and suitcases. They yeah. think they're boarding some luxury train. And it's really just like a fancy Amtrak with this teeny little room for them to share. Samantha is clearly <laughs> disturbed and devastated. Um, um, we were supposed to have the deluxe first class sleeper. This is the first class sleeper. And I suppose the regular class sleeps in what? A tuna can? And right here, you have your door to the restroom. Wait. You shower over the toilet? I'm starting to understand why there was a murder on the Orient Express. Uh, can I, can and, I do a zinger real quick? I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. I already know what it is, but say it. You don't, because I have so many. I'm eating with the Amish. <laughs> There isn't one person on this train I'd fuck. <laughs> or this one. I'm starting to understand why there was a murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so or also, I love when, you know, Carrie's told Samantha that she didn't tell Big that she's coming. And Samantha's like, I would have called, I would have called and said, I'm coming and I'm not the only one. <laughs> And then I think my all-time favorite Samantha Zinger in the episode, and there's so many, because Carrie is also dealing with this, like, gross-ass pimple on her cheek that the makeup department, I they did a good job. Yeah. It looked like a major cyst. It looked terrible. And then Carrie's yeah. like, oh, like, really, is it bad? And then <laughs> Samantha says... <laughs> Let, sorry. <laughs> let's just say... Let's just say you're starting... <laughs> Okay, I gotta get through this. Let's just say you're starting to look like you belong on the train. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, Dakota and I were laughing so much throughout this episode. If you guys want a good laugh, put this oh, episode on. This one's so good. Samantha, uh, Kim Cattrall is so great in this episode. And then another pimple one <laughs> is that she is saying because um, the pimple just keeps getting worse and worse and they're like going out so she puts a lot of makeup on she's like the blush is worse than a pimple I look like I'm in a high school play <laughs> I know I love that in the like theater department <laughs> <laughs> and then okay yeah so 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 many funny lines um, but I just can't believe that Carrie had Samantha come with her I know, well, Samantha was saying, like, oh, I'm bored of same New York. Like, she wanted to really switch it up. 
And so I get it. And and Samantha, again, like we always say, is so loyal that she's like, all right. I like, know. You know what? I'll do it. I'll be there for you. And <laughs> But it basically it's- ends with like at one point, which we, we'll touch on. Actually, yeah. Do you want to go into like basically like Carrie's on the phone with Miranda just recapping how like not glamorous it is. And all of a sudden, the train car door <laughs> slides open. And I just laugh at just Samantha's, like, crazy hair. And she goes, rumor has it. Like, she lives on the train now. I know this slide. It's so funny. Rumor has it. A group of guys not resembling the elephant man just got on and are having a bachelor party in the bar car. Get dressed. I got on a train. You are going to the bar car with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Rumors of the man's not resembling the elephant man. They are so insulting to the people on the train. Yes. They are <laughs> so elitist. And like they're so openly rude classist. to the Amish couple there. They sit next yeah. to. They're so classist and mean, oh, but it's so very funny. funny. They end up walking in the car to this bachelor, this bachelor party. It's just a bunch of married guys on their way to see a, a sports game in San Francisco, there's like one guy who's not married. Carrie has a plea to them to please flirt with Samantha, and they decline. Also, just ter- terrible wing woman, Car- oh wing woman in Carrie. Yeah. But Samantha's just like getting them a bottle of champagne, and they get drunk in the. She's um, like, I'm sure the- one of these men will help me pop my cork. and they're all just so midwest and they're such american men like very not the the coastal but something that i did notice and it's kind of a pet peeve of mine in Mm. shows and movies i don't like drunk acting i think it's really hard to do yeah i think that there's i'm trying to think of like Miranda did a good well. job drunk acting in in this shows there's been a lot of actually drunk acting and we're gonna get to that soon with Carrie and Berger in season six when they're both drunk I, I didn't think Kim Cattrall did great drunk acting if you guys watch it let me know but she's still the star of this episode you were right Carrie it's not New York this is the problem it's me I am having an existent a midlife thing, you know. Well, this thing has roots. And I don't know what I'm gonna do. I mean, I already fuck younger guys, and I don't want a sports car. Oh, God. Parking in New York is a bitch. I'm sorry about the train. This was a terrible idea. Oh. It's all my fault. All because I had to get laid. There. Popped it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I did think she did have a really funny line. Like, she's basically drunk back in the train cart room area. And she's just kind of like, she's like half happy, half depressed. And she's like, I don't want a sports car. Parking in New York is a bitch. (laughs) Which, because she's referring to her, she's having like some midlife crisis. And I died. That's so funny. Parking in New York. Yeah, just. so fantastic and they end up making it to San Francisco Carrie's going to her book signing and Carrie finds out that she's literally opening for this dog Mr. Winkle who's the star of this children's book so most of the people there for the reading are just here to you know hear the dog and she's the opener and I love that that? Samantha left oh I love that she did Samantha's like no I'm going back to the hotel which was great 
But also, I thought that was so. Speaking of like bleak tech, like Black Mirror shit, like I thought, oh my god, this is so like this aged very well because I feel like there's so many like random like you know dog influencers and you know things that aren't like people that are famous now animatronic idols yeah yeah i I remember watching this back you know how many like a decade or so ago and thinking that dog was fake it looks like a fake dog and i'm gonna post a picture of mr winkle like mr winkle has two brain cells and he's been yeah like it, he looks like a child actor. It's a on very drugs. like, it's yeah, it looks very inbred looking. It doesn't very look very. well. <laughs> he does, Mr. Winkle does not look well, and yeah, I'm not sure if they followed all the code of having an animal on set, but <laughs> fine, it's whatever. So Carrie does this talk. No one's really interested, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, Mr. Big mm-hmm. is in the audience, and mm-hmm. she he asks a question like, you know. Uh, does Mr. Big have a name? Mm-hmm. Yada yada. They end up flirting. She invites him back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest carry tracker of the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Samantha is enjoying herself after oh that treacherous God. 72 hours uh, train ride. Mm-hmm. She's in the bath. Carrie runs in. Samantha! Samantha! You've got to go. So Carrie get gets Samantha a smaller room yeah. so that her and Big can use this big room so Carrie can get laid. Why wouldn't I don't know why would the other way get the smaller room yeah yeah I agree I think it's crazy yeah no no, I thought the exact same thing which is like okay well you got this room why don't you just go to it with big you know I I and then Samantha's the one who gets yeah first class tickets after and I was like money must just be so disposable for them or like Carrie's just used to this royal treatment like it's just I was like you just like shafted Samantha to a shitty room and then she got you first class tickets back. I, I like is is Samantha her bitch? Like what is this? Like Samantha is so nice and loyal and generous to her. Samantha is covered in bubbles. Carrie throws the towel at her. like get out now. And Samantha just does it. Yeah, she just she does. listens to her. And then you have to witness the most awkward predatory flirting between carrie and mr big oh it's mr. Big so hard is, to watch it is i do so think carrie looks amazing so cringy. Though, i will say I think she's she this is we've kind of moved past the pale ghostly ghastly look they, we had all like, season five bring her tan back and with the short hair she looks super chic She's looking a lot better, and she is on the prowl. She's she's looking great, better. I'm gonna say she's looking better, and but Mr. Big is just not interested because mm-hmm. he's so disturbed by how he comes off in the book, and he feels really bad. And it makes you realize how detailed do you think she was about their relationship? It seems pretty detailed. Well, yeah. What Chris Noth does such a good. I mean, I think he's a great actor. Truly. Yes. Um, you know, despite all the other kind of problematic shit around him, I do think he's really good because like in this what like in this moment, like we see big you know, they they do have a flirty dynamic and you know, he raises his hand at the lecture and like the seas of humans parts and we see big and it's just a really kind of exciting moment and he looks really good and he's able to take that like kind of charismatic kind of big character and all of a sudden you see like his face change and he goes 
I had no idea I hurt you so much. And oh, it was yeah. like, I felt that. Like, whoa. And Yeah, you kind of have this come to Jesus moment with him where he's seeing his behavior, mm-hmm. you know, it being written about. And you realize how he had no self-awareness of during their relationship and then to have someone write about your relationship in that way and he read it and in he's all super one apologetic yeah. in all one sitting yeah um yeah interesting for a writer to write about their life and have people be a part of it i yeah. i don't know i mean i guess you and i on here have talked about exes we've never used names of course <laughs> we respect the anonymity but it might be interesting to hear about like if your ex wrote a book would you just mm. devour the book yes I mean, absolutely. I don't think there's another answer to that question. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't know. I just felt like, I don't, I, I was kind of like weirdly team big on this. I don't, I don't want to say I'm choosing sides necessarily, but like, I really do think that like men in general need to like sit and like contemplate, like it takes some like longer time to like kind of marinate and cook and like mull over things. And, like, he seemed really affected by the whole thing. And, like, this was Carrie's moment to really be, like, I told you so. Or you did hurt me. And it didn't happen. Like, he was, she could like, she was just so worried about, like, having sex. She's like, I'm fine. Look it's at me. Fiction. I'm fine. It's fiction. I was like, it kind of wasn't. This is this was your whole life, Carrie. You horn dog. What are you doing? I know it made yeah, me sad her. for her that like he was really saying everything that she felt, and she just was not. I don't know. I was like, now's I think the it's time. A, they could have connected it's, over it's a, that too. It's a great example of how they always zigged and zagged. They were yes. never really on the same page. And at the end, you know, when they fall asleep, you know, they don't they don't have sex that night. And in the morning, they end up having sex. And yes. he's kind of like, well, you need more material for the sequel. And it goes to show you they just were always just a little bit off. And it their relationship really was never, never a straight line. They took yeah. so many steps forward, so many steps back. Mm-hmm. Um, they never were really on the same page until kind of the end. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was, it was interesting that he really hasn't been in the se- the series since what? End of season four, mid season four, mid season three. Yeah. It's no, I can't remember. I feel like it's season four. Um, yeah. I'm not, he has that goodbye New York moment. Right. Because Yeah. We've come I'm not way. the marrying kind. Oh, yeah. There's a, he, yeah. he basically shows up a couple of times. He lends yeah. the money. So he's kind of in there, blah, blah, blah. But um, this is, yeah, this is interesting to have him back. And we're getting towards the end of season five. And we, we all know what happens in season six. But so, so yes, interesting plot point with Carrie and Big. They end up having sex. It feels like she learns absolutely nothing. Yeah. They, they're just whatever. But on the other hand, we have Charlotte and Harry. Oh, yes, we do. I love, love, love this episode for them. Yes. Well, you seem to know your way around here. Oh, yeah. I sublet while I was going through my divorce. Wait, 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 wait. Surround sound. I can't believe that men think it takes all this stuff to get a woman into bed. What does it take? Charlotte. What? 
I think you are the sexiest woman I ever met. <laughs> Harry! Don't be ridiculous. I'm wearing my glasses. It makes me crazy when you say my name. Well, then I'm definitely going to stop saying it. What a putz your ex-husband must be. Trey was not was a putz. Was a putz. If I was lucky enough to have you in my bed, I would never be able to take my hands off you. Ever since the first moment I saw you, I can't think about anything else. I'm like, I'm, what, I'm fucking Romeo over here. God, I'm sweating. Can, can you open the window? I fantasize about your lips. Your perfect pink lips. Um, she, Charlotte is so cute in this episode. Yes. This is Kristen Davis at her absolute she best. She looks beautiful. I do have a Charlotte she looks tracker, beautiful. though. Tell me, what's the prob- Charlotte tracker? I know. I bet you, I bet you know the same thing, which is like, I, she basically, Harry's coming over with the papers to like finalize the divorce and she's talking about selling the apartment and he's like, the one that we like fought so hard to keep. I thought, I think that's insane that she was. I know. You hire a lawyer who's very expensive to really go in and battle for you in this divorce and then for this apartment and then you're just going to turn around and sell it. Like, like I bet it just all offsets the cost like of everything. Like it just seems so stupid. Yeah, that was crazy and we know that she does not do it she ends up just like keeping right the apartment we do forever. know that right right and and harry is <laughs> so sweet. he's like oh my god we just whatever and then he offers to show her this other apartment and you get that he's very interested in her and mm-hmm. he she's like oh they they had a partner bring over the papers when someone else could have done it he's like so sweaty he has her sign uh, sign the papers her his sweat drips on the paper like she's kind of grossed out by him but he's just so kind and affable and and really just endearing, endearing. Ooh, yeah very James. endearing and yeah. so they end up going and touring this bachelor apartment and um charlotte says something along the lines of I can't believe men think it takes all of this to get a woman. Talking about like the sexy music, yeah. the leather, this bachelor pad. Yes. And then what does Harry say to that? Like, he's like, what, what does, does it, it take? take? Yeah. And the moment switches. It elevates to a little bit of this heightened moment. She's like, oh, like, what are you talking about? What do you and mean? And then he. And she's so proper with her little sundress on and her glasses. And th- that line, the glasses come in a line later. And Harry just says, like, Charlotte, like, I am. I don't know. I don't have the exact lines, but he it's just very, like, you're very forthcoming. Yeah, I think he says something along the lines of, like, I think you're so sexy. I think your ex-husband is a complete putz for X, Y, Z. So he's like, not a putz. Yeah. <laughs> like, you deserve it. And she's, like, obviously very flattered. And, I mean, who wouldn't be? He yeah. says this line, like, if I ever had you in bed, I would never let you go. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is a little bit of a fantasy moment of, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> women, I mean, maybe I'm speaking for myself, yeah. but I think a lot of women can relate to, like, wanting to be wanted. Yes. And absolutely. that feeling of someone absolutely. wanting you as being very attractive. And, yes. You know, she's, I think this this really well, ties into. also because into, there's, like, some power there, right? It's like, there's, like, yeah. is it flattery or do you feel <laughs> Power. I like the power. Do I just like compliments? Because I do love compliments. Um, 
But I think we've talked about this in the podcast before, and I was actually talking about this with some people a weekend ago about how men, it feels very static of, of if they are attracted to someone or not. It mm. doesn't really shift. It's not really dynamic. It's, you know, she's hot. Yes, she's not hot. I'm attracted to her. I'm not. Whereas women, mm. it's very fluid and flexible. Mm. And she's not attracted to Harry. But then mm. he does this thing and she's like, whoa, I see this mm. side of you, this power, this wanting. Mm. And now I'm really into you. She must be a words of really... affirmation person too. She must... <laughs> She's definitely something. I mean, I, I think am. It... When someone uses their words, I'm like, you can, wow, you can really change a lot about yeah. yourself if you for somebody direct. to say i want you you're yeah. the most beautiful thing i think about you i mean my god like that is very very attractive yes and charlotte is so into it she's like oh my god harry i have my glasses on and he just like <laughs> loves it he's like i love and when so, you say my name nay she's like well i'm gonna stop saying it then <laughs> and then she just goes for it she kisses him they have sex and it's like the best sex of her life she's describing this to anthony and he He's calling it like ugly sex and he's so excited for her. I didn't like that either. I know. And there really, there is a discrepancy between how they look though. It is mean. But the reality is, is Charlotte is much more attractive than Harry. (laughs) By a lot. Who fucking cares? Like I wouldn't still call it ugly sex. Like, well, I, I think for the character, the character of Charlotte York, it is a big deal. Yeah, she's is. dated. I mean, like, I Trey mean, McDougal. she's dated a. Tr- tr- have you seen him? Like, she's <laughs> dated attractive men, and objectively she has a, a good deal. looking on the surface men. Yes, yes, she has only really gone out with objectively good looking men, and she has a type in her head of who she's been yes. up with. And Harry is not that at yes. all. And it's a great example of you can have all these things that you like, yes. but someone's presence their energy how they treat you is the ultimate decider yes Yes. so charlotte decides to embark on a just sex relationship with harry and how she pulls this off is she's like well you have a hard dick and you better put your pants and get out he's like all right if you say so (laughs) he's so generous yeah and his back is so hairy. I know. That's the thing. Like, I actually really like Harry, but when he turned around, that back was horrible. I don't know if I can handle that, to be honest. It That is, I'm going to be honest, I don't like hairy backs. I don't really like hairy backs either. Like, a little bit, maybe. I don't know if I really like hairy guys that much. I, I like hairy really guys. Hairy. And a little bit of back hair, but that was like a carpet on the back. That was too that. Much. That must have been hair and makeup. But I was like, I think I've joked about this on the pod with you, or just in general. Like, I have the like. I generally like people with like like men with like darker features or whatever. I don't yeah. really like blondish features for whatever reason. Like, I think it, it's just like it. Yeah. Like, it like a switch for me is like. It has, like, more of a caveman quality. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. But there's this, like, simultaneous, like, disgust and attraction I have. And I told you (laughs) this guy one time, he, like, bent over to, like, put on his, like, boxer briefs when he was leaving. And his ass His ass crack looked like it had, like, you know, one of those, like, faux mustaches you get from, like, a costume (laughs) store, like, adhered in between his butt cheeks. Like, it was so thick. It was so hairy. And I was simultaneously disgusted and like, mmm, we're going to like that. (laughs) 
I mean, so primal. I think so it's, it's, no, I was going to say it's primal. And, and earlier before we started recording, I was, I'm really trying to plug Chimp Empire. And I, and I think this is a perfect segue. <laughs> in which, okay. Take it away, Sarah. Take it away. No, I, I mean, Chimp Empire is so, so, so good. At, it's on Netflix. And I, I, I mean, I think when, when that guy bent over in his hairy crack, you he was just like a silverback to you. Like he was <laughs> asserting his dominance. And there is something in you that respected it. <laughs> you know like it would almost be weirder if a guy bent over and there was like nothing there like no hair like there's hair for a reason you know like we don't want to see oh, it. oh oh okay are we having a hair combo now because i can have a hair combo right now if you want i mean i think we should based on harry's back I think we've one time had a hair convo when we had Hank on because we were asking him what his preference was. But I don't know if we've mm. had many hair convos aside from like laser hair. Well, well, what are you? It's kind of funny. Yeah, we what, just had yeah. this I, I, in my book club. What I'm does your vagina look with, like right now? Oh <laughs> well, I actually just I literally I, I was going to Miami last weekend for my birthday, <laughs> and said. I. Enough. You think I, you know what I've got. And sometimes, mm-hmm. and I just had, because I, I have that um, membership to Sugared and Bronze. So mm-hmm. I had everything taken off so I get a spray tan and you just do feel full like Brazilian, good. like bald completely. I, I, I never do, but this time I did because the last couple times they have messed up the top so badly. Oh. It looks like Charlie Chaplin's mustache. And I'm <laughs> so pissed off when it happens. And I was like, I'm just take it, take it off. Like you yeah. clearly cannot shape this. So I'm going to just kind of start fresh. And okay. um, but I, I just do like a half Brazilian. So I do something on the top, but everything else gone. Yeah, I think that's what I do. I do like a bikini. The undercarriage is <laughs> taken care of. Top, top, top down. Yeah. <laughs> I I prefer just like a bikini wax, which is I like to leave like a triangle and then get rid of the undercarriage. Yeah, I think that that's what I, I was saying too. So, but it, at where I... Short. Th- that not was, long. It's not... Yes. No, it's not... You can't braid it. It's not, not long. Um... Yeah, I would say right that's in, much more if popular. you want to share your <laughs> grooming. I mean, it really depends. I was talking with a lot of people have different preferences. And when I was younger, it was full, like everything yes. gone. And a lot of people are all, I mean, again, I don't. That's because we hated I women's bodies in the early aughts. And we I wanted know. them to be rail thin and have no hair on their bodies at all. And now I think we're and the th- realizing that people can be women and. But a ton of friends who still get everything off and I they know. love it. And I'm, you know what? Do you, a lot of people who do laser, it, they, they're they like, it's easier. Just laser it all off. But Gilly, I think I want to get into men. Here. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. 100%. Let's go. I don't want to be with a hairless man. I agree. Thank you. And I'm married now, so I'm not. But, you yeah. know, if I was single, Sarah, I would not want to be with a man who completely got no. rid. Like that's just so odd. No, I God. do they? I don't. Yeah, think yeah, so. yeah. No, there was someone. I would say for the most part, everyone I've been with has been like trimmed and groomed, which I really appreciate because I've also been with complete yes. wild forests in the past. But I think recently, I can't remember who it was, but it was yeah, it was someone who was like completely everything it was shaven everything way too shaved yeah and it was it was off-putting for me i don't know why i think the goal should just be neat and tidy keep it tight 
keep it nice nice clean and tight all right guys you heard it here first and (laughs) and and if and if and if you are with a guy with a hairy back i'm just so curious because i i don't know yeah last year i've never been with a guy with a really hairy back and there's guys with like hairs on their back Mm -hmm. but not like this was this was extreme what harry had that was extreme but i know it exists yeah, sometimes you see it tucking out of the backs of their shirts. But I like chest hair. Of course. But I don't of know course. because I feel like, you know, it no, was... No, chest hair is great. Yeah, but... Yeah, again, uh, watch Chimp Empire. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then again, like, I don't know. Like, if you look at Calvin Klein ads or, like, the guy... Like, I I'm, I didn't watch The Bear, but, you know, we all know that Calvin Klein ad has gone viral and he oh. looks amazing, whatever his name is. Does he have chest hair in it? Well, I don't know. I was just going to ask, does he? Because I don't okay, think he does. Okay, let me look it up. He looks super, okay. like, greased up. Jeremy Allen. I. Oh, interesting. He has a little bit. Yes, he has hair. It's not a lot. He doesn't have a lot, but he has a little. He doesn't have a full chest, but he has hair growing there. Wow, he is so good looking. Um. Yeah, but you're right. Really I cool. think a lot of male models don't have chest hair on their bodies or even on their arms sometimes. And I agree. Again, this depends on culture, genetics. Yes. You know, lots of different things. I remember being in Japan and I don't think I saw any, a lot of the men didn't have hair on their arms. Yeah. Kind of I mean, interesting. Yeah. I also just don't want to like hate on people for like who they are. I mean, I, I you know, we're not haters. All, these are all like physical characteristics. Um, it's a spectrum. It's Hair is a and spectrum. And preferences are okay. I don't think it's bad to have preferences. I'll, I'll tell you what. I wish I had more hair in my head. And I think we all can agree. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, all we all want, want that. thick heads of hair. Every culture, every person, everyone's like, yes, we want more hair in our heads. I don't know why it grows on my legs like like weeds in a unkept it garden. It really doesn't, Sarah. I feel like your hair is not dark, as you think. Oh, I didn't say it's dark. I said it grows. I do not have dark hair. That's why laser hair therapy didn't work. It, it's not laser dark. Laser hair therapy. <laughs> it's, it's a therapy now. <laughs> it, it. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to solve most of my problems, and it didn't. It actually made things worse. But laser hair isn't it called laser hair therapy or no? I don't know. Whatever. Be, Regardless, you know what? Let's just close out the hair combo. Yeah. Let's be it out. you. Do what you do. Just Let's see where it goes don't with come at me Harry. Harry back. <laughs> <laughs> back off. Yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything else in this episode? I think that might be it. Is there any fashion that you well, like? I do I've have got one, a couple I, random ones. I do have one more, Samantha. Zinger. Oh, tell me. I love, <laughs> I love when like Carrie boots Samantha out of the hotel room because of Big and she's about to get laid. And Samantha goes, well, you better fuck him good because I'm not going to go <laughs> through this in another six months. this is her this is samantha's episode it's why she's such a great character she carries so her and carrie are very funny together both of the the actors i think are really good um at comedy Mm, and yeah no she's you better fucking good well i do have one more question for you oh tell me if you had an ex who like let's say you wrote a book or whatever or somehow they found out about how you felt about dating them and they literally said i had Mm. no idea i hurt you so much what would your response be 
put you in that's, the hot seat. Well, you know what? That's a great question <laughs> because it's gonna segue I might have... right back into Chimp Empire. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: once you watch Chimp Empire, you realize it's all primal. No, um, I would say because I'm married now. Okay. I think is there a place for feelings of exes, right? So if an ex now, let's say if I like wrote a book or something and yes. I was talking about things that happened in the past, I think there's this assumption that if you're married, you're over it. Okay, like okay. you no, can't be bothered. Well, no, no, but I I I'm, I'm getting somewhere with this. Okay, okay. So okay. there comes a point where you almost if if someone were to find out that they hurt you, but you're mm. you're married, you're doing well, is it almost feels like you wouldn't even want to admit that it, they did hurt you in a way. I, I don't know how to describe it. It feels like it's like I'm doing fine. Kind of like what Carrie said, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I would 100%. I'm a very vulnerable person mm-hmm. at this place in my life where I'm able, if if, if like, if someone meets me with honesty, I'm going to meet them back with honesty. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to try and play a game. Whereas mm-hmm. if this had been in my early 20s, I would never, I would have never said like, oh, yes, you did hurt me. Right. So my answer is if someone – because this was a yeah, fucking long-winded way of answering. Yeah, what um, the hell would you say? Yes, you did. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what am I supposed to say? I, I think I, I would – I, I would – what would you say? Let me think. Do you want to give someone that power? Do you want to be honest? Do you want to be vulnerable? Like what, what's, what's the approach? I don't know. That's the thing. Like I – Part of me, like, naturally wants to double down and be like, yeah, you fucking suck. But then, like. Mm, I like that. But then, like, when I think. <sighs> I mean, I think. I've uh, had a couple of guys really, really hurt me. Yeah. It really hurt my feelings. And I yeah. really, like, I kind of, like, ate shit with a lot of guys from the age of breaking up with my ex-boyfriend in college to basically meeting Dakota I really did not have a lot of like positive interactions with men. And oh, you look so quizzical. I just had a, a thumbs up come up in our FaceTime. Do you know what that is? No, what is like that? Like a literal, a bubble, like a thought bubble in our FaceTime went by your head and it was a thumbs up. That's so weird. I don't know what the fuck that was. It really okay. Oh well, anyway, okay. The AI thing. So I think I, I I've always had this. Um, yeah, I I just didn't have a strong sense of self or really like any conviction in the things I thought or felt, and so I just never wanted people to know that they hurt me. So it might have sounded so like I always acted like I didn't care. I mean, your answer sounds like it would have been like, "Don't worry about it." Which the thing is, you know what? I ugh, that's probably true. If if I was approached and I, I had like a drink or two in me, I'd be like, "Don't worry about it." But like when I think of a few different instances, I kind of when I'm thinking actually more specifically for myself, I'd probably be like, "Yeah, it hurt me." But like depending on who would whoever it was, I would probably volunteer my own apology. Like, well, I'm sorry, I was this way. But when I think of like some people who are just complete assholes i think i would just be like it's a, yeah you're you're a humongous humongous asshole but i think yeah with carrie though and big what i thought was so interesting was you know it was very sincere and yes i did say i was team big in this moment when he said i didn't realize how much i hurt you if i were carrie 
I would have been like, how did you not realize, though? Like, you yeah. saw how much I cared about you. Like you, And she really doubled down on, no, it was her fault. And she even says, you know, oh, I saw you were giving me the signs. I just didn't read them. You were not available. You're not available. She does a lot of, like, self-blame. A lot of, she has not processed them. But he went to Paris. He left their relationship. She was in love with him. They went to Paris. And then he came back, didn't tell her, and was engaged. Or Yeah, like, this guy was crazy. Like, that's horrible. Like, how do you not know that you hurt her? How do you not know you hurt her? That I know. hurt her so I, I much. Just, I think he, I don't know. I, I am glad that she put it in the book. Um, I do. I do think so, too. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if I wrote let's say if I wrote an article and I mentioned a couple guys in it who I felt hurt by. I really wonder what their version of the story would be. It did it again, whatever that thing was. The thumbs up. That's so yeah. strange. Well, I wish I screen captured it. Well, um well. Anyway, moving on. Uh <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that. Anyway, if if you're an ex listening, Beware. I, Beware. I don't know. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm doing well. All right. We're just going to start handing out threats. Um, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. She's fashion roadkill. Okay. Um, Carrie packed a, a couple things. Carrie packed a beautiful robe. This woman has amazing mm, robes. Yes, She's she on did. the train talking amazing. to Miranda. She has a cute pink and white robe. A weird fashion call out that I want to bring up. When they're walking in the train station, they're clearly at Penn Station, yeah. and they are dressed to the nines. Yeah. I'm sorry, no but way. people do not travel that way. No way. You're wearing no comfy way. pants. You're wearing a versatile sweater jacket yeah. type thing. I, I couldn't get behind their travel outfits. I mean, it's too I've unrealistic seen for women me. women with like boot stilettos on at the airport, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I... Look like I, I teach Little League Baseball when I go to the airport. Like, I'm wearing, like, joggers well, and, like, a puffer and, like, This actually sneakers. made me want to bring this up, that what is your travel go-to? Do you want to look a little elevated or are you very casual? Well, I've heard many times that if you want to be ever be upgraded or just treated like a slightly more than decent human being like you need to look very nice at the airport i come from a family where my dad wears a suit to the airport i've never not seen him wear a suit to the airport my dad also wears a suit jacket over his scrubs and he will wear a suit jacket and loafers at the pool so he i my parents are formal so i feel like I like to look a little formal, and I think there's clothes now where there's certain fabrics you can wear. I don't want to look formal, but Grace and I talk about this a lot, an airport look. Like, I love the airport, Gilly. I love airports. I I like that. I I just love them. I love it. I feel feel like Carrie feels like when she's approaching that train. Like, it's very romantic Oh, I wear a sweatshirt and sweatpants and sneakers and... I have extra thick socks in my like I am in I go to the airport basically in sporty pajamas. I've never worn leggings or sweatpants. What? Airport. What? You wear yeah. jeans I, on a plane? I don't think I've no, ever not worn jeans. Je- what do you wear? I've definitely worn jeans, especially so for if a you're short not flight. Wearing- um, 
Leggings, um, trousers, like, trousers. like interesting. <laughs> the nineteen twenties. <laughs> I mean, there's so many different material like type pants now that you can wear that look like super chic. All right, I'm gonna put this out there. Are you wearing essentially pajamas to the airport, or are you looking a little elevated? I would love. I'm doing. I'm doing an Insta poll. We've got to get some answers. Maybe on this. for our Mexico trip, I'll go in a very nice outfit so I can get an upgrade or something. Gilly, I've Ditch already Katie been thinking. I've already been thinking about my airport look. I love airport looks. I just love it. It's just so much fun. It's a great way to start a trip off on the right note, especially it's a short flight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually, for Japan, I wore something to the airport and then I changed in the flight. Oh, that's okay. That's that's cool. I like that. That I can do. I can fuck with that. I I put pajama pants on to sleep and then I took it off and I have like two. Yeah, because I like to. Well, I have another fashion <sighs> moment that I love. Tell me. I mean, I really loved Carrie's um, like blue buffalo plaid halter dress and I thought her hair I knew looked you would. fantastic. Yeah. How dare you? That color looks so good. I knew that because you love a beautiful print and a great <laughs> yes, structured how yes. it's cut dress. Cinched waist. And <laughs> super feminine, but really it's like a good mix of modern and classic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would say, and I, I just thought Charlotte looked so cute in this episode with her she little lo- Oh, gear. Charlotte's halter collar dress was also adorable. Oh, and Carrie so had nice. a great wiry bun in the beginning. Um, a wiry bun? It was like her hair was just wavy and she just had it in a bun while she was typing on her computer. Oh, God. Is that where she sips the martini and does this like, mm. Are we bachelors? Yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. that Dakota was disgusted by that scene. But yes, her bun looked incredible with her sipping a martini in her house. Yeah. Does anyone make a martini for themselves while they're at home? I don't, I don't, I don't think know. so. I, don't I feel know. a little unrealistic. Good move, move to do. Um, I don't like drinking alone. Um... But, I, know, I feel like that borders on like you have a problem yeah, if you're making know. martinis for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Unless the Very... bottle is open of wine is open. But I feel like if you're shaking a drink up alone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're stuffing know. olives. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a good thing. Um, all right. What, what are you rating this episode? I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. You know what I'm rating this episode. I, I'm teetering between a 4.75 and a 5. Me too. I I don't know because Miranda only has yes. like four lines in it. I don't know if I can give it a five. I think I'm gonna go with a four seven five. Let's go. It's four, so seven, close five. to perfection. Excellent. We're sticking with four seven five. Excellent. There is a there are fives and it's when all the women have like a really good plot line. This yes. episode is wonderful. Love Please it. watch it. It's super funny Please and fun. Please watch it, everyone. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We're begging you now to put on Chimp Empire. And Gilly wanted to plug another documentary from Netflix. You don't have to give away the ending, but yeah. After we hang up, I'm going to watch this. Avalon, go watch American Nightmare on Netflix. No, there's this new true crime doc for people who are interested. It had a lot of marketing before its release, which I thought was very strange because there's so much true crime docs anyway on so many platforms that like don't get that same treatment and so i was like mentally noting like okay i'll watch it it's like very high production just like it's actually like kind of beautiful to watch um it's Mm. like set in northern california but it is like an insane story and it's like wrapped in a perfect bow everyone's like good looking and you'll know what i mean you'll know what i mean when you finish 
like when I'm you, gonna put we hang up I'm gonna go watch it you know when okay when I say everyone's good looking you're gonna watch and be like not really but at the end you'll be like oh I see what Gilly was saying <laughs> all right I'm gonna I'm gonna text you my I'm, I'm on hot watch yeah. and <laughs> I will not be disappointed um so enjoy I mean it, it literally like we'll, we'll laugh let's talk about it next week we can recap it I mean it literally I think is just almost like perfect for lifetime movie network i think it could well, be adapted into a movie so well gilly this leads me i i i wanted you to plug this because on our instagram is this another chimp i posted <laughs> i'm not gonna talk about those damn chimps even though you should the i posted the question you know when sex when sex and city is over should we do another like should we continue this podcast should we talk about something yeah. else a bunch of people wrote in gilmore girls Duh! Oh, man. I do love Gilmore Girls, but there's... Think about it. A bunch of people writing Gilmore Girls. There's a lot um, of Sex education. That, um, let me pull up some other good things that people wrote Dude, What in. else do people... You're hiding all these comments from me. I didn't even know. Okay. Gilmore Girls, Sex Education, um, Fleabag. Oh, um, Fleabag. Marvel's yeah. Miss Maisel. Oh, any female-led centered movies. Oh my god, normal people. Claire oh. message that one. Normal people. I would die. I would die. I, I would totally do Fleabag. I think it's amazing. Um, um oh, Fleabag's well, incredible. Did I did I tell you that I saw the the recording of the play at Symphony Space in New yes, York? Yes, you it's did. So, oh my god. It's so good. For those of you who are in, in New York City, oh, it's at amazing. Symphony Space. Audrey and I actually went to go see it. If you're a big fan of Fleabag, go. The tickets oh, are cheap. It's a recording of, it's a. It's like a, a viewing of her play. For those of you who don't know, Fleabag is based off a play. All the characters she came up with, the actors based their performances off her solo performance. It's incredible. Cool. Highly recommend. We've recommended a lot of stuff here. I'll put it on Instagram. Um, thank you guys so much for listening yes. and we can't wait to talk about the season five finale next week. Woo woo. I can't believe, season five I can't believe it's over. next week. All right. Well, we're a hundred episodes, 101 episodes old now. We'll see you next week. Our little, uh, I don't Amish know. people on the planet. Oh no. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see you next our little- time. Our little Mr. Winkles. Winkles. I knew. Bye our little Winkles. Bye. Bye.